Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member by Ram Goldai and the Mizrachis Yavamas Daf Yud Base. The first parak Chamesh Nashim. The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schus for Mordechai Chaim ben Esther and as a schus for Shidduch Hagon for Leah Bas Esther. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Gilliam Ramamol said in the name of Ukvu, said in the name of Shmuel, that a tsar's mema enes is forbidden to the Yavam. Rashi explains that the cases where a katana and a gadoa fall to Yibum. If the katana does mun to the brother, her tsar becomes asr. The Gemara asks, who is the tsara asr to? It cannot be to the brothers because Shmuel said that even the Yavama who did mun herself is mutter to the brothers. Rather, it must be referring to the one who the Yavama did mun too. But then, what's the difference between the Mema'enes, who's mutter to the brothers, since she did not do mun to them, and the tsara who did not do mun to the brother who mun was done to? The Gemara answers the reason that she's forbidden to him is a gezer mishum tsar zabito mema'enes, a decree that was made because of the tsara of a daughter who falls to yibum and does mun. Rush explains that the case is when one's daughter, who is a katana, falls to him for yibum along with an adult tsara, and the daughter does mun to her father. Since at the time they fell for yibum, the tsara appears like the tsara of his daughter, who's an erva to her father, she is asr midrabadan, even though the daughter's mun does uproot the marriage. The concern is that if we permit a yavam to take a tsar's mema'enes in general, one might come to permit one to take a tsar's mema'enes when the one doing mun is his daughter. Point number two, Ravasi says that the tsar of an island, he says us, because the Pasuk states, and the firstborn that she gives birth to, which excludes an islandese, being that she cannot give birth. Since an islandese cannot do yibum, she's an erva, and the tsar is a tsar's erva. The Gemara asks that the Mishnah on Dab Beis, on the Beis says, V'chuon imesu omianu onisgashu onshinimsu ayonis sarosen mutaros. And all the Arayos of the Mishnah, if they die or do mun or get divorced or are found to be an islandese, then the Tsar's erva is mutter to the Yavah. We see from here that a Tsar's islandese is mutter to the Yavah. The Gemara answers, It's not a difficulty here, it's where he recognized, and here's where he did not recognize. Rush explains that Ravasi was discussing a case where the husband recognized that his wife was an islandese when they got married. Therefore, the marriage was legitimate, and that Tsara is a Tsara's islandese, who's putter from Yibum. Our Mishnah, on the other hand, is discussing a case where he did not realize she was an islandese, and therefore the marriage is nullified, and that Tsara is mutter to the Yavam. The words of the Mishnah imply this as well, as it says, Shinimsu, they were found to be an islandese, and it does not say, Shahayu, they were. And pointing with you, Rabbi taught a Bryce in front of Rav Nachman, Shosh Nashim and Shamshos Bamoch, there are three women who may use cotton to prevent conceiving. Katana Mubaris Menika, a minor, a pregnant woman, and a nursing woman. Katana A minor may do this as otherwise she may become pregnant and she may die because of the pregnancy. The Gemara asks that since the wording she may die implies that some minors may become pregnant and not die, there is indeed a case of Chamosmemenes, a mother in law who does mune. Rashi explains that this is the case where a katana gives birth to a daughter. And her husband gives the infant daughter away in marriage. The husband will have a mother-in-law who may do mune. But the mission on Daf Beis Amabes said that this case does not exist. Rav Safra answered that banim harihem kisimanim. Children are like simanim. They're like signs of puberty. And therefore, once she gives birth, she cannot do mune anymore. And there are those that say abanim adifim simanim. Children are even a greater sign of maturity than simanim. The Gemara will explain the nafkamina between the two opinions. So once again, the three points are number one. Rebbe Ligli Bar said in the name of Mar'ukva, who said in the name of Shmuel, that a tsar's mema'enis is forbidden to the Yavam. Rashi explains that the cases where a katana and a gadoa fall to Yibum. If the katana does mune to the brother, her tsar becomes asr. The Gemara asks, who is the tsara asr to? 
It cannot be to the brothers, because Shmuel said that even the Yavama, who did Miun herself, is mutter to the brothers. Rather, it must be referring to the one who the Yavama did Miun too. But then, what's the difference between the Mema'enes, who's mutter to the brothers, since she did not do Miun to them, and the Tsar, who did not do Miun to the brother, who Miun was done to? The Gemara answers the reason that she's forbidden to him is a Gezer Mishum Tsar Zabitomemenes, a decree that was made because of the Tsara of a daughter who falls to Yubum and does Mun. Rush explains that the case is when one's daughter, who is a katana, falls to him for Yubum along with an adult Tsara, and the daughter does Mun to her father. Since at the time they fell for Yibam, the Tsar appears like the Tsara of his daughter, who's an erva to her father, she is Asim the Rabban, even though the daughter's Mun does uproot the marriage. The concern is that if we permit a Yavam to take a Tsar's Mima Enes in general, one might come to permit one to take a Tsar's Mima Enes when the one doing Mun is his daughter. Pointing to Ravasi says that the Tsar of an island is us because the Pasuk states, and the firstborn that she gives birth to, which excludes an islandese, being that she cannot give birth. Since an islandese cannot do Yibum, she's an erva, and the tsar is a tsar's erva. The Gemara asks that the Mishnah on Dav Beis, on the Beis says, V'chuon imesu omianu onisgarsha onshinimsu islandese, tsaros and mutaros, and all the erayos of the Mishnah, if they die or do mune, or get divorced, or are found to be an islandese, then the tsar's erva is mutter to the yava. We see from here that a tsar's islandese is mutter to the yava. The Gemara answers, It's not a difficulty here, it's where he recognized, and here's where he did not recognize. Rush explains that Ravasi was discussing a case where the husband recognized that his wife was an islandese when they got married. Therefore, the marriage was legitimate, and that Tsara is that Tsara's islandese, who's putter from Yibum. Our Mishnah, on the other hand, is discussing a case where he did not realize she was an islandese, and therefore the marriage is nullified, and that Tsara is mutter to the Yavam. The words of the Mishnah imply this as well, as it says, Shinimsu, they were found to be an islandese, and it does not say, Shahayu, they were. And pointing with you, Rabbi taught a Bryce in front of Rav Nachman, Shosh Nashim and Shamshos Bamoch, there are three women who may use cotton to prevent conceiving. Katana Muberes Meinika, a minor, a pregnant woman, and a nursing woman. Katana Shemetisabere Vishemetamus, a minor may do this as otherwise she may become pregnant and she may die because of the pregnancy. The Gemara asks that since the wording she may die implies that some minors may become pregnant, and not die, there is indeed a case of Chamosma Me'enes, a mother-in-law who does mune. Rashi explains that this is the case where a katana gives birth to a daughter and her husband gives the infant daughter away in marriage. The husband will have a mother-in-law who may do mune. But the Mishnah on Daf Beis Amabes said that this case does not exist. Rav Safra answered that Banim Harihem Kisimanim. Children are like Simanim. They're like signs of puberty. And therefore, once she gives birth, she cannot do mune anymore. And there are those that say abanim adifim simanim. Children are even a greater sign of maturity than simanim. The Gemara will explain the nafkamina between the two opinions. All right, so now we go to simon daf yud base, and our standard simon is twelve brothers. Twelve brothers. So here goes. When the ten remaining brothers became asked to the tsara of the mamaenas who did mune after their brother's death. And to the Tsar's islandese of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children. They tried to comfort their mother, who was famous for having given birth to her first son, when she was still a minor. So once again, slow motion. When the ten remaining brothers, ten remaining brothers, that must be run off, you base. Twelve brothers. 
When the ten remaining brothers became ushered to the Tsara of the Mama'enas, who did mune after their brother's death, which reminds us, Rebbe Lulim Bar Mamo said in the name of Ukba, who said in the name of Shmuel, that a Tsara's Mama'enas is forbidden to the Yavam. The Gemara explains that the reason that she's forbidden to him is the Gezer Mishuma Tsara's Bita Mama'enas, a decree that was made because of the Tsara of a daughter who falls to Yibum and does mune. Rashi explains that the case is when one's daughter, who is a Katana, falls to him for Yibum, along with an adult Tsara, and the daughter does mune to her father. Since at the time they fell for Yibum, the Tsar appears like the Tsar of his daughter, who is an Erba to her father, she's Asr mid the Rabban, even though the daughter's Mion does abrupt the marriage. The concern is that if we permit a Yavam to take a Tsar's Mema Ennis in general, one might come to permit one to take a Tsar's Mema Ennis when the one doing Mion is his daughter. So, when the ten remaining brothers became Asr to the Tsar of the Mema Ennis, who did Mion after the brother's death, and to the Tsar's Ioannis of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, which reminds Ravasi says that a Tsar of an Ioannis is because the Pasuk states, and the firstborn that she gives birth to, which excludes an islandist being that she cannot give birth. Since an islandist cannot do Yibum, she's an erva, and that Tsara is that Tsara's erva. The Gemara asks that the Mishan Dabe says that Tsara's islandist is mutter to the Yavam. The Gemara answers, Rabbasu was discussing a case where the husband recognized his wife was an islandist when they got married. Therefore, the marriage was legitimate, and that Tsara is that Tsara's islandist who is putter from Yibum. Armish, on the other hand, is discussing a case where he did not realize that she was an islandist, and therefore the marriage is nullified and the Tsar is mutter to the Yavam. The words of the Mishnah imply this as well, as it says, Shinim's U, they were found to be an islandist, and it does not say, Shahayu, they were. So, when the ten remaining brothers became usher to the Tsar of the Mama'enis, who did Mun after their brother's death, and to the Tsar's islandist of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, they tried to comfort their mother, who was famous for having given birth to her first son, when she was still. A minor. Which reminds us, Rabbi taught a bryce in front of Nachman, Shalosh Nashim Mishamshos Bamoch. There are three women who may use cotton to prevent conceiving. Katanamu Uberas Umeinika, a minor, a pregnant woman, and a nursing woman. Katana Shema A minor may do this as otherwise she may become pregnant and she may die because of the pregnancy. Which implies that some minors may become pregnant and not die. So there is a case of Hamoso Mema'enis, a mother-in-law who does mune. But she explains that this is a case where Katana gives birth to a daughter and her husband gives the infant daughter away in marriage. The husband will have a mother-in-law who may do mune. But the Mishnah Da Beis Amabes said that this case does not exist. Rav Safra answered, Banim Harihem Kisimanim. Children are like Simani, meaning signs of puberty, and therefore, once she gives birth, she cannot do Miyun anymore. So once again, when the ten remaining brothers became Asr to the Tsara of the Mama'enas, who did Miyun after the brother's death, and to the Tsara's islandies of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, they tried to comfort their mother, who was famous for having given birth to her first son, when she was still a minor. All right, now it's time for four blah blah Hazara. Daf Ches, so the Simmer Daf Ches is a Chala. So here goes. The Hekesh Chala, Chala, that must be more Daf Ches. The Hekesh Chala that was awarded to the Achos Ishto instead of the Eshazach, which reminds the Gemara that since we can compare all the arrivals to the Eshazach and Yibum would be permitted based on Rabbi Yonah's Hekesh, and we're able to compare all arrivals to Achos Isha, and all arrivals would be us to do Yibum based on the Hekesh to Alea, why do we compare them to Achos Isha? The Gemara answers that if there's a choice to go either a Kula or a Chumra, we go a Chumra. Alternatively, the Gemara answers that since Aisha's Ach is one Isser, and Achuz Isha and all Arayos are two Isurim, we compare all Arayos to Achuz Isha. 
So the Hekesh Chal that was awarded to the Achaz Ishto instead of the Eshazach was snatched by the Tzara standing under the Aleha banner. Which reminds us, Rav says that the word Aleha is not to teach about Achaz Ishto, as it's obvious that Yibam would not be Dochead, as an Ase is not Docha Alosase, Sheesh Bokoros. Rather, is to teach you that the Tzara of an Erva does not fall to Yibam. Rabashi brings a proof to Rav from the words of our Mishnah, which states, Chameshus Reinashim Potros Tzara said, 50 women putter their Tzaros, but doesn't mention that these 50 women exempt themselves. This makes sense according to Rava as the Mishnah does not need to teach this as is obvious. So the Hekash Chala that was awarded to the Achos Ishto instead of the Eshazach was snatched by the Tsara standing under the Aleha banner who then gave it to her Yavama friend who was divorced and about to remarry her Yavam. Which reminds us of Yossi Bechanina Darshan's that the word Ulkacha and he takes her, teaches, Shemagarshim get machzira. He divorces with a get, and he may take her back. Rashi explains that once the Yavam does Yibam, the Yavama is fully his wife. If he wants to divorce her, he gives her a get, and does not need to do chalitza. After he divorces her, he may remarry her, and we do not say that since his sister-in-law was permitted to him, only within the context of the mitzvah of Yibam, once he divorces her, she reverses being usher as an Eshazach. Daftes, so the similar Daftes is a teapot. So here goes. The avid tea drinker, tea drinker, that must be more on Daftes, teapot. The avid tea drinker who was on his way to bring a chattis for being Ovid Avodazor Bishogeg, which reminds Rubanum learned that anywhere that when Dumba Mazid won his Chaif chorus, when Dumba Shogun won his Chaif chattis, they learned it from the Parsha dealing with an individual doing a Vodazora. It should be one law to you, to one who acts inadvertently, and to one who acts with intention. Rabbanu make a hekish with this of the entire Torah to Avodah Zorah. Just as with Avodah Zorah, there is chorus, ibdam b'meizid, and a chattas ibdam b'shogeg, so to anything for which one is chayv chorus for doing b'meizid, is chayv chattas if he did a b'shogeg. So, the avid tea drinker who was on his way to bring a chattas for being Ovid Avodah Zorah b'shogeg, was so shocked when he saw his brother attempting to marry his mother, who was his father's Anusa, which reminds us, Levi asked Rebbe why the Mishnah did not list 16 cases and include the case of the erva of Imo Anusa's Aviv. One's mother was violated by his father and they weren't married. Rebbe answered him that the Mishnah does not mention cases that are subject to dispute. And this erva is a matter of disagreement, for it's a malchokas between Rebbe Yehuda and the Rabbana if a case of Anusa's Avi falling to Yibum is even a possibility. So, the avid tea drinker who was on his way to bring a chattas for being Ovid Avodazor B'shogeg was so shocked when he saw his brother attempting to marry his mother, who was his father's Anusa, that he tripped and spilled his tea on two brothers who were about to be Miyabim, two sisters. Which reminds us, the Gemara challenges Rebbe's assertion that the Mishnah does not list cases where there's a malchokas. When it brings Rebbe Chia's rule that applies to a Mishnah and it only works, According to Rebbe Shimon and not according to the Rabbanan, it answers that Rebbe does not hold of Rebbe Chia's rule. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin. Minion of Yidin. That must be more in Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin who shunned Yaakov, who violated two sisters, who then bore him sons. Which reminds us, Rav Adekarchina said in the name of Rav in front of Rav Kahana that Rebbe does hold of Rebbe Chia's rule and provided a different explanation of Rebbe's response to Levi as to why the Mishnah does not include the case of Imo Anusa's Aviv, his mother who was violated by his father. Rebbe explained that it would not fit into one of Rebbe Chia's rules in the following case where Yaakov violates two sisters and each one bears him a son, and then these two sisters marry Yaakov's two other sons, 
who then died childless. It would not fulfill Rebekiah's rule of the sister that is prohibited to this Yavam is permitted to the other Yavam and vice versa, since each Yavam is also as the mother of a different Yavam and is the sister of his other Yavama. So the minion of Yidin who shunned Yaakov, who violated two sisters, who then bore him sons, refusing to listen to his excuse that each son can call each woman Emo, his mother, which reminds us, Ravashi says, the Rebbe does not hold a Rebekiah's rule, and that his harsh response to Levi was that Levi should have inferred that the ton of our missions Rebbe Yehuda, who holds that a nuisance Aviv is Aser, and therefore there can never be a case of a nuisance Aviv falling to Yibum from either brother. But the Mishnah later says, Six arise are more common than the fifteen, because they must be married to others and can never marry a man's paternal brother. The more proves that since two of these arayos are Imo, his mother and his father's wife, it must be that Imo, his mother, is referring to a woman that was violated by his father, and the Mishnah stating clearly that she's forbidden to all of the paternal brothers, which is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. So the minion of Yidin who shunned Yaakov, who violated two sisters, who then bore him sons, refusing to listen to his excuse that each son can call each woman Imo, his mother. We're not sure whether they should welcome a man who did chalitza and then was Makadish his chalitza, since it's only a love. Which reminds us, more discussed the luck in the case of Achovitz Lebimto, the one brother who does chalitza and then returns and does kedushin with her and then dies childless, so that she then falls back to the brothers whom she had previously fallen for Yibum or chalitza. Rishaki shows that the first brother only had a love to take his chalitza based on the Pasek Asher Yivne, who shall not build his brother's house. Kevin Shulabana Shuv Yivne. The future tense implies that once he did not build, he shall never again build. But the other brothers remain with the original Issacharis. Riyochanah holds that the first brother and the Chutzi each act as a shliach for his brothers and her tsars respectively, and therefore they are only prohibited to each other on the level of a love. Daf Yudov. So the symbol Daf Yudov is stars. So here goes. The tsara of a Sotavadai who received a pater from Yibum star star, that must be more in Daf Yudov. The Tzara of a Sotavadai, who received a Pater from Yibum Star, which reminds the Gemara brings Rav Yuda, who said in the name of Rav, that a Tzara's Sota, a Tzara of a Sota is Pater from doing Yibum or Chalitza, which conflicts with the price that states that if a woman goes into a seclusion with a man for the amount of time that takes for them to have relations, and Rashi explains this referring to when her husband had warned her not to do so, she's forbidden to her husband, and if the husband dies, then she does Chalitza. The Gemara answers that Rav can reply that he was discussing a case of a Sota Vadai when it was certain that she had relations with the other man. And the Brites was discussing a case when she had gone into seclusion with the man, but it's a suffix if they had relations. So that Sara of the Sota Vadai, who received a Pata from Yibam Star, who was waiting to see if her friend, the Tsar of Amaksu Gushaso, would receive one too. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings Malgokas between Yosi ben Kefar and the Chachami regarding when is Amaksu Gushaso Chayv? Is it only after Nisuan or after Erison as well, which then leads to the question of what is the status of Atsaras Maksugushaso. So the Tsar of the Sota Vadai, who received a Pater from Yibum Star, who was waiting to see if her friend, the Tsar of Maksugushaso, would receive one too, overheard a basin standing by a pit of water to a woman who was already ushered to a Cohen that she should be the one to do chalitza, which reminds us that the brother wants to do chalitza, which would puzzle the chalitza from marrying a Kohen. And he's the choice of two Yavamas. And one of the women is permitted to marry Kohen, and the other one was forbidden to marry Kohen. He should do chalitza with the Yavama, who is already puzzled to the Kahuna. Rabbi Yosef, quoting Rabbi, explained the reason for this. One should not spill out the water of his pit if others need it. Meaning that since he wants to do chalitza, which would usher a chalitza to a Kohen, he should do it to the Yavama, who is already ushered to a Kohen, and let the other one remain available to a cone.
All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.